0: but no it's too high just, you're yelling okay just the fridge buzz that's it well, on three on three do you understand what that means it yeah. means that my three is silent because we're doing it on three mm-hmm. welcome to fridge buzz with the farah twins where we discuss all things minutiae weather, weather vibes what's today's weather vibe steph today's weather vibe is much like uh, the last few months popcorn movie blanket heating pad. Okay, that's not a bad vibe. That's a pretty good vibe. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad vibe. Does that is that what my mind wants? No, I want summer vibes. Yeah, summer vibes for sure. Unfortunately, I think you could uh, copy and paste this vibe for the next week. It's always super joyful when you see a hundred percent Chance of it. Yes, definitely. And uh, for those of you folks who pulled out your patio furniture and patio cushions this weekend, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to put those away. Put them away and don't even think put about away, taking those out. Lock them up and throw away the key because uh, today's vibe is. Today's vibe is drinking earlier. Yeah, today's vibe feels like maybe a scotch at 3 p.m. instead of 5 p.m. What do you think? it up. The grayer it is outside, the, the, the earlier that time gets moved up funniest thing I heard this week from my daughter Bailey who's six years old having a tantrum not wanting to eat dinner slides under the dinner table where all the other kids are sitting at the table as well and and eventually emerges and says anyways someone (laughs) is passing out the gas (laughs) serfs are right for not eating the food you cooked her (laughs) turns out under the table not a good place to go for refuge Fascinating, really, truly really riveting stuff. Something that's been on my mind, um, lately, and sort of over the last few years, is is because I do a lot of chores around the house. You're a professional chorer. <laughs> I'm a fr- professional chorer. And I was thinking, what do I hate doing the most? That's different from what I get the most angry doing, because I definitely get the most angry when I vacuum. Doesn't matter if I'm <laughs> in the best mood that day turn on the vacuum, start using it. And I like to blame that on the length of cord. I don't know why vacuums are created to infuriate us. But what about mopping? The resistance? Mopping?
1: It's <laughs> I don't, not fun. No,
0: I don't. It's not fun, but I don't get angry. Not like the vacuum. Me in the vacuum, which is vacuuming the stairs. Yeah. it's There's something about the cord that doesn't it doesn't uncoil and move with you. It's not intuitive. It's I know. Like it works I've, against you. My husband's jurisdiction for vacuuming, especially with my broken foot, is the, the stairs to the basement and the basement. He, he vacuums those stairs and he vacuums and mops the basement weekly, right? And the way he uses every last inch of that cord, and I can see it bending out of the thing. Do you know when you can see the cord bending out of the, what is it called? The socket? And it's like, you know what, man? There's no more give. <laughs> you have to unplug it. Yeah, you always try and get the most square footage vacuumed without having to move it to another outlet. That is the challenge. But so anyways, I get really angry vacuuming. But the chore that really is the worst, I would say is is either emptying the dishwasher or washing the lettuce. Do you agree? Washing the lettuce is the worst and you have to do it Really well, or when you're eating the salad, you'll be like, "Well, did I did I get all the bugs out?" And like putting it in the salad spinner, I'll, I'll, I'll take washing lettuce and raise you washing the salad spinner. <laughs> no, i will telling raise you, you, one on that <laughs> drying the salad spinner. You don't. You put it back wet. <laughs> no, I just did it today. You don't. It doesn't ever dry. What's another kind of house chore that is kind of the worst to you? I, I dusting. Hands down, yeah, I guess that'd be bad if I did it <laughs> yeah I, I dust more than you, I think. Can you maybe get off Instagram? Is it if it's possible for you to get off Instagram? So I was just telling you about some um chores that that uh, I think are the worst. emptying the dishwasher for sure. What about cleaning out the fridge, getting on your belly, dusting under a cabinet? Like surfing, basically, right? <laughs> and just trying to reach as far as you can. Do you ever do that? Floor surfing. Yeah, yeah. Floor surfing to get. The... Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything that could make you more angry than that. Uh, cleaning out the fridge is fine. It's satisfying. It's instant gratification. That's okay. Yeah. whatever. washing and about... and and washing the vegetables and packaging them up, that kind of stuff. Okay, That's... I got one. I got one. Changing the bed sheets, specifically the quilt, taking off the bed sheets trying to do it in one go you know from the opposite corner and it never works it just surprisingly takes a lot of arm muscle and shoulder muscle to change the quilt comforter and yeah I, I dread mean, it every time worst kitchen job worst chore job refilling the pepper <laughs> that is Venusha. <minutia. laughs> It's bad next time you do it. Sometimes I kind of enjoy like refilling the salt tub or the flour tub or things like that because I feel like I'm working in a diner and I always thought I could. And then I remember, (laughs) like, I think I've told you this back in the day. I thought I always got kind of enjoyment filling things like that, filling Mm -hmm. up the sugar because I thought I could be a waitress. And then in my 20s, I got a waitress job. Yeah. I worked there for four hours. And in that four hours, I thought, this is not for me. Yeah. And I said, I don't feel well. Yeah. And then I phoned them the next day, said, I, I, I'm not coming back. I, I worked at Anducci's. You worked at Anducci's. They, we started yeah. as hostesses and then they put me on as a server. Terrible at it. Terrible at small talk. Could not retain any information that the customers were telling me. And remember at at Anducci's, there was just like, what kind of pasta do you want? That's a hundred choices. What kind of sauce do you want on that pasta? A hundred choices. And you had to just remember it and write it down. And I remember this one day, it was lunch. I wasn't even a busy, it was just lunch rush, right? And I was over at the computer system, which totally overwhelmed me, the squirrel system or whatever it was called. And I was, you know, 10 feet away, maybe more from the customers. And yelling at them from the computer system, going, "What did you want a Diet Coke? What kind of sauce did you want? I could not retain anything they were saying. It was so awful. And they they tipped me pennies to insult me. Yeah, but they really it really proved their point. That's yeah, nice. I was really, really bad at serving, though. Really bad. Yeah, they, they couldn't have had compassion for the fact that you were trying to learn this skill. They just, they wanted you to be a master of it the first time. Real I was nice. Really, I was exceptionally bad at it, though. The kind of job though, where you where you say to yourself, this isn't for you. You, you best leave. Yeah. This isn't for you. That work dread, you know, you know, when you hate your job so much and then like, especially Sunday nights, but like every night you're just like, no. It got, I, it I, got I'm got happy I don't have that. I don't have that because I'm not doing mm-hmm. a job like that. I stay at home, but, but, um. Are you so happy to not have work dread? Yeah. It was a real thing for me for a while. One thing I wanted to ask you, what's the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you in, that you can remember as an adult, but also as a kid? Because I have the, a few as a kid that like stick out for sure.
1: The, and like the, many
0: as an adult, but I, first of all, I get embarrassed so easily. So almost every day is so of course. Does your face go red? Yeah, really bad. Do you have, uh, let's start with childhood. What's the most embarrassing thing you can remember? you can remember as a kid? The most embarrassing thing I can remember as a kid, first thing that stands out 100% is I think I was in grade two or three, and I was terrified of the teacher. So I didn't want to ask permission to go to the bathroom. Keep in mind, I was painfully shy from kindergarten when, when you and I went into school. We went to preschool together, but then we were separated from kindergarten on until we eventually requested to be together again. And so I was absolutely crippling shy. So the thought of asking a scary teacher in front of everybody if I can have permission to go to the bathroom wasn't going to happen. So I peed my pants, and um, our best friend Aaron, who's, who's still our best, one of our best friends at now to this day, was sitting next to me in class, and I just unloaded an, an entire the entirety of a full bladder into my chair to the point where it was dripping down on the seat and i remember i feel like i can picture moving, that moving oh, moving my bum over slightly and trying to like mop it up with my arm sleeve oh man thinking that Lord. would clean it up how old are you in grade three if not sure if bailey's, bailey's so she's my daughter is are you in nine grade, she's turning seven and she's in grade one <laughs> don't make me think so in grade two, she'll be seven turning eight. And in grade three, she'll be eight turning nine. Yeah, so nine. Sam. So I was nine. So I, you know. So anyways, and then my be- my best friend, Erin, yells out, she peed her pants. Classic Erin, hey? And I feel bad for that little kid who so needs to pee so bad, but is so shy and so, so afraid to ask. The reason you didn't go use the washroom is because you were too shy to ask. I was too to shy leave. to ask to leave the classroom. I was, did not want that attention on me and my bladder couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it. And I'm, I'm, I'm traumatized by it. That's pretty sad and yeah. also embarrassing. For me as a kid, I, there's lots, right? But oh, one? I, I found one. Okay, Courtney, what's your embarrassing story as an adult? So I'm pregnant. With your first, second, or third. (laughs) First pregnancy, still at work. And I um, had gallstones, right? So gallstones create lots of sounds, lots of internal gas. Uh, Internal gas was like my middle name, right? I I remember when I was working in an office, internal gas was a real issue like a real issue that no one talks about yes and if you didn't control what you were eating like the night before you yeah it'd have a heyday no and i worked in an office with a girl with our desks like head to head Mm -hmm. so you can't get away with it no you can't so but i'm also on top of that i'm pregnant right and I have gallstones. So just making it all really churned in there, right? And we'd have these meetings at lunch every Monday or Friday. And I would make sure I had paper with me, loose leaf paper. Because when yes. my stomach would be like, I would crinkle the paper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would move around in my chair and kind of the paper. It kind of does double duty. It's like it makes you look busy. And then it also like helps cover yeah, up the trapped would he- gas Yeah, you sound. would feel it coming and it would be loud. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd shuffle the paper around every time I had gas. And it would just be absolutely embarrassing and torturous, that entire meeting. Every time, but you know that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Do you remember being in that songwriting seminar with Car- our friends Carly and Brett, fellow songwriters, and yeah. uh, and um, they were in a band that as well. was in White White Rock. Yes, and all of you were laughing at me. We're at the back of the room, and it was a Ralph Murphy writing seminar, and I had Tim Hortons, and you can't eat Tim Hortons with gallstones, or even just on a morning stomach. You can't eat that kind of carbohydrate. And my stomach was like, (laughs) the whole time. And everybody was like, you were laughing. Carly was laughing. Britt was laughing. I honestly. You and all our friends were laughing. And I was like, there's nothing I can do. Like gallstones, you know? Yes. I do remember that. We were in the back row because we probably showed up late and like knew we were going to leave early. And I, re- I remember that vividly, like, oh, shit, your stomach is yeah. loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And I wish I could tap myself on the shoulder now and be like, just just excuse yourself. Like, you don't need to sit in this humiliation. You're allowed to excuse yourself. Yeah, that's hilarious. And that is really embarrassing. And I also, side note, I like how you and I always have the intention of just staying for a minute or leaving early. Yeah. And yet we're not the kind of people who will ever be rude and cut out yes early. but it's what it's what gets us to the thing we're gonna go at the only the reason we're, notion go, yeah the, that we can leave early the only reason we're gonna go to something is because just so you know if it's not fun we can only stay till this time so an embarrassing memory for me as a kid is i was a really young kid i think i was probably in grade probably three or grade two I remember we would sit in like pods. Anyways, do you remember a kid named Evan Cunningham? Yes, I remember. I remember. I can picture him. He's like, we're, we're in grade two. Yes, I can picture him too. Anyhow, it was lunchtime or something and um, we're eating and all of a sudden I was started eating those um twisty, uh, pop not popcorn, but it's those twists that yeah. Kate used to love. Our yeah. sister Kate used to love they these twists. They disintegrate in your mouth. Oh yeah, I was like, totally bad for you, but... I started eating them out of eating them out of this plastic bag and then all of a sudden he goes, Those are mine. Why are you eating those? Or something like that. And I was mortified. I just I, I don't know how it came to be in front of me, but I started eating them. And I was so embarrassed that I was eating his kids food. Yeah. It seems really insignificant, but at the time I just wanted to like die. Yeah. That I was eating Evans crunchy twists or whatever they were. Yeah. So that was really embarrassing for me and that still sticks with me. For some reason it's it's those stupid little memories stick with you, even even in adulthood. Something embarrassing that happened to me probably last fall, because I remember I was wearing my big, like, down, long jacket. So it goes down past your knees. My, my point by telling you that is that easy to trip in it. And um, I was holding my oldest daughter, Presley. She was three years old at the time. I was kind of carrying her to go pick up your daughter from school just down the road. And I like lost my footing. And I think I was in big winter boots and this big jacket and lost my footing. And in in the busiest part of that intersection, just before the school, I like rolled and tumbled. But because I was holding my kid, I like knew to like land on my back. And just like a couple of parents ran up to me and they were like, that looked so bad. And I got up and I was like, no, I'm okay. And I was in pain, like fully, like checked on press. She was fine. I was in pain. And I said to the guy. He's like, you gave me a heart attack. And I go, well, yeah, you don't need Disneyland when you got people like me falling like that. It's something so, that's the quickest thing I can think of. I was just really embarrassed. And for a while, I wouldn't go pick up Bailey for you because I was like, I got to let that simmer. Yeah. Oh, I haven't, I haven't won as an adult. Okay. And, and, and this is super weird of me again. Super weird. I think I was pregnant with night. I'm in Costco with uh, my husband and our two daughters. And they've got those food tables. A tasting. This is pre-COVID. The tasting tables. Yeah, the tasting tables. Which normally I would never try anything, but you know how you just are different when you're pregnant in so many ways. And one of them is just like you'll you'll you're hungry. You'll you'll eat that. Anyways, I went up to this um, one of the tables. I don't even remember what she was offering, and I just took one of the cups, or no, I took a cu- I took a cup, and I took one of the spoons from the jar, like you know. Was jar of it a spoons. used spoon? No but she reprimanded me very very she was very angry at me and she was like you do not just help yourself to a spoon you are not allowed to grab one of those spoons ridiculous when people do that and she went off i don't get it what spoon for what so the, you know how that they have those little tasters in a in a cup yeah and there was a there were spoon little spoons for that taster. Can I ask you something? Were the spoons in the vicinity of the cups? Yeah, right, right there. So, so what? Did, what but she, she said very adamantly that she was to hand out the spoons. I was not to grab it and get my. Was germs there a all over sign them. that specified that rule? No, but uh, I, I'm not on the side of this lady. Like I don't have a bias, but like no, but I was. Steph, it was so embarrassing. Like I actually think about it from time to time. It, it it'll it's the reason I'll never have a sample again. What was the sample of? I I have no idea. It could have been ice cream. It could have been granola. I have no idea. It probably wasn't ice cream because that would have been- But the point is I was so embarrassed that I had taken this spoon without permission. I had no. I didn't know how it worked because again, I don't ever sample stuff. Anyways, she totally reprimanded me in front of all these strangers. I was so embarrassed. And then I walked away. And you know what the kicker is? When I met up with my husband, I didn't tell him it happened. He still doesn't know because I was so embarrassed. I couldn't even tell him. That that just happened. I'm a little bit confused by this story. She was mad you took a sample spoon for the sample she was. No, because it was in a communal jar, right? So if everybody's grabbing spoons, all our our germs are all touching. I get it. The theory makes sense. Right. But 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 it was unclear to me. Should she not move the jar to her side of the table? Yeah, probably. It's on her. That's her fault. But but the system isn't working if it's unclear, right? Or or they should be like, I would say to the lady. Well, if this keeps happening, is there a solution you can think of? Yeah, but she took, is there something she, else you can do with the was, jar of spoons? It was clearly an issue and she just, she had had enough when I did it and she lost it. And I'll never take a sample again. The littlest thing can jolt me well, in that way. You can find peace in the fact that you'll never take a sample again because of COVID. That's that's true. That's not untrue. Um, it's so interesting how strangers behave to other strangers. It's the, the go-to knee-jerk kind of reaction or... Or emotion, or or response, is always just to to hurt people. Not hurt, yeah. but like just be rude. Another embarrassing story that comes to mind. Not quite as embarrassing, but it just comes to mind. Seems like you have lots. Oh, I know. I'm, this is what I'm. It's saying. opening up the vault. No, but this for you. is what I'm saying. I get embarrassed on a regular basis. Anything can embarrass me. It is not hard. Almost I, nothing won't embarrass. Me. I I feel like I get embarrassed too. Obviously, I'm a human being. But it doesn't demolish my confidence the way it does for yeah. you. Like I can almost pull from it and go, okay. Yeah, no, I can't. How am I going to use this? No. If you start opening up music story vault memories. There's too many. There's, there's too a many. lot of embarrassing Oh man. things. There's way too many. Can't even, it's flooding in. I can't even yeah. start. Yeah. Playing a show at the Roxy. And this is like over a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago, like a long time ago. And I thought, I'm going to do a guitar solo. It's going to be like just like simple, like quarter notes. So it's pretty easy. Um, and I had not been learning lead guitar at this point. I just could do that quarter note solo. So like, dun, 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 dun. and I remember it did not, I did not start on the right fret, meaning I'm not in the right key now. Like it came to my part in the song. It's, and so I couldn't find my thing. So I just stopped. I was so embarrassed, right? It's hard enough singing and playing in front of somebody and then you go and have this matzo ball of like, I'm going to do a solo and you start off on the wrong note, wrong key. That was really embarrassing for me. I'm going to take that embarrassing story and raise you. Show it the John B. In the, the song year of, I know the thirty nine. In the year of In the year of I could not find the key. It's always embarrassing that? when you're playing a show and you start the song in the wrong key. It's like, why is that happening now? It yeah. didn't happen in <laughs> rehearsal. Covering a queen song, thirty-nine, and I could not, for the life of me, find the key. Honestly, we haven't covered it since. No, it'll, and I'll never cover it again. But what I was gonna say was just last year, last June when we played a show in my garage. Because, you know, the pandemic was around oh, yeah. and it was new and everybody well, let's, needed let's something. Let's set that up a little okay. bit. Yeah. It was last summer, so... Last June. Because we had, we had a show... Well, I consider June the summer. Okay. What's the summer to you? Just July and August? That's yeah. too small. We had a show booked at the breweries, but of course that was all shut down and oh, canceled. Oh, right. We were supposed to play at the and brewery. And so we decided to play a show for our neighbors. And just really quickly, the story is only that it was going well and stuff until you heard one of our neighbors down the way from me yelling turn it down be quiet turn it down and i remember being really embarrassed and having to keep singing for the people who did and there were lots of people who cared and Yeah to i mean it. the thing about that is no matter even if you're playing a venue there's always going to be there's you're probably guaranteed to have one person in the audience even though they're there at a venue who doesn't like it yeah so you have to you have to try and, and ignore that because what 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 was wrong with providing some like mediocre entertainment on on a at a time and not even now it's different now, but at a time when nothing was open mm-hmm. we are never we don't ever disappoint if mediocre is what you're looking for mm-hmm. we'll hit that mark. Mm-hmm.